Welcome to After the Bell with your host, Laura. If you like what you hear today, please rate and review kindly. This show is a series of conversations with educators and learners to try and deconstruct some of the stereotypes around education. If you'd like to know more about me, please visit my Instagram page at EducatingLaura. This is blog number three, published on the 28th of April, 2020, titled, When We Empower by Letting Go of Our Ego. I get the impression that society believes they truly know what it is like to be a teacher. Most people have been educated in a school setting and have personal experiences to draw from. Therefore, they feel they have an informed and valid opinion. When anyone finds out I'm a teacher, they are so quick to tell me their school woes. I hear about their boring teachers, the ones that didn't engage them, that yelled rather than empathised, the ones that just gave out worksheets, that couldn't explain things properly, that got a build-up of saliva in the corner of their mouths. I'm sure you too have your own examples to add. Honestly, most of the teachers I know are truly extraordinary people. You should see the work going on in this current climate of COVID, trying to make all work accessible online while jumping through department hoops, as well as genuinely being aware of the mental challenges overwhelming many of their students. Feel free to roll your eyes, but seriously, teachers on the whole have really big hearts. But I digress. I wanted to give you an insight into what shaped my take on teaching. As I've mentioned in my first blog, I was a relatively compliant student. I accepted the authority for what it was and the expectation of the classroom. I was respectful. I didn't wait for a teacher to earn my respect. John, one of my friends, was not very interested in school. He was waiting to drop out and go into a trade. He was coerced into completing the year 11 year, but with that knowledge that there would be no year 12, he was not exactly applying himself. One of the tasks in English for that year was to write a poem. I can't remember now what the content needed to incorporate, but I do remember John submitting a poem with profanity in it. I was taken aback. You can't include a swear word in a piece of work for school. What are you thinking? My expectation was that John would be shamed. There would be some yelling, a punishment, a resubmission, surely. But what occurred has remained with me. The teacher actually sat next to John during private working time in class and pulled out the poem, putting it in front of my friend. He was calm, pen poised. He cocked his head to the side and said, What is it you're really trying to say here? John was not expecting this reaction either. The teacher continued, I'm not sure this vocabulary is really conveying the true message. Plus, it is probably a little bit of a shock tactic from you, isn't it? John nodded. It had diffused the bravado, the middle finger at authority that was probably behind the act in the first place. The teacher was interested in what John wanted to say. He wanted to help him find his voice. This earned John's respect. Although he wasn't interested in the formal education route, he was learning. He learned that what he had to say mattered and that his ideas and thoughts were worth expressing. The fact that this teacher chose not to exert his power and authority in that moment had a profound impact on not only my friend, but on me. To me, that is what true education is about. I have no interest in flexing my ego in the classroom, nor do I want to do it with my colleagues. I want the best possible outcome for those I am teaching and also the teachers I am privileged enough to work with. If a student says something incorrectly in my class, I don't laugh or criticise. I try and question the comments so that they can come to the correct answer themselves, or so that I can understand why they had felt that was the right answer in the first place. Perhaps I was unclear. When I was on teaching rounds, my supervising teacher said to me that one of the most exhilarating moments she had in a classroom was when her class was arguing amongst themselves over content. When I gathered more and more experience as a qualified teacher, I understood what she meant. Though boundaries and subject knowledge are certainly important, I don't believe the role of a teacher is to be absolute and controlling or to be the finite source of information. If a teacher can pass on enough understanding that a class can ask each other 
and become their own authority, then that teacher has succeeded. This is what makes my heart full as I have facilitated the learning that is now part of them. I always look for an opportunity to give my students an element of authority where I can. A really simple task is to split students up into small groups and give them a question or problem. They work together and then become the most knowledgeable about that topic amongst their peers. When informally presenting back, they are more confident as they have had the time to think, to discuss and to research. No one is caught off guard. No one is trembling at the idea of being singled out of a crowd. They have the floor and in that moment they are the most informed in the room. It is then my role as the teacher to organically tease out their information to ensure that all areas of the content are covered. Not to mention the invaluable insight I can gain from overhearing and contributing to intimate group discussions while they prepare to share. If I have the ability to diffuse a situation, I will always choose that option. You don't know what every individual has mentally brought into the room that day, including the teacher. Stamping my feet and drawing on my position of power has never been my style, and I think it has allowed me to develop a rapport with those I teach. I'm not better than my students. I have wisdom to share. I have boundaries that I expect to adhere to. But I'm a human just like them. My intention when I teach is to impart not just knowledge, but to create an environment of respect, compassion and genuine care. Let's take the ego out of education and foster growth and development. Let's be open to the journey not looking as we may have thought it would, but appreciating the true learning that can be accomplished along the way. Thanks for joining me.